Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Buck starts now. Hour number three of Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. Latest news from South Stadium. Sivian Morrison is leaving the Nebraska football program. Um, I don't know where he was on the step chart, but there were times that he was the first one in after Ramir Johnson. Or even at the start of the season, you kind of thought that he was really the second guy up. Because Marquis Stepp was the first guy, and then it was Savion Morrison. Ramir was a little farther down the line, and then at some point, Ramir just became the owner of that position, and it's caused not not exclusively, but it, probably one of the reasons that Savion Morrison is in the transfer portal. Yeah, you wonder. Then, of course, obviously losing losing the coaches that that you did. You, you know, we wonder how players would react to that. Maybe this is, yeah. uh, you know, Ryan Held the guy. Maybe that was part of the reason why he committed, sure. or what? Why the reason yeah. why he was here? Um, but I think more than anything, uh, and we'll have to see. I also I also saw. Um, you know, that he might have kind of a family situation, so it might not yeah. even be football-related. Yeah. You never know with these things. But uh, it could be just, you know, it's a crowded backfield with a lot of people getting carries, yeah. and it seems to be a flip yeah. of the coin with whoever's on top behind, obviously, right. the starter, Ramir Johnson, and um, maybe just not, you know, getting enough carries, enough looks. Well, you don't know who your coach is going to be next year. Right. I mean, if you're any one of those guys on offense. I mean, maybe Sean Becton has a relationship with the tight ends, uh, and he recruited a lot of these dudes, so – that's one of the reasons maybe you keep Sean Becton around. He's uh, apparently one of the more popular coaches on the staff. So uh, maybe you can keep the most of the offense together. But there's one. Uh, I I thought Savion Morrison had a chance to be a really good back at Nebraska. Uh, didn't always pick the right hole. Didn't always 
blocked the right guy, uh, wasn't always considered the best uh, pass pro guy. I think that's one of the reasons that Ramir got some playing time. Yeah. And then he got more practice time, and he became a harder runner. I think he's a very good back. Uh, but the competition at that position, and several others, needs to increase big time uh, if Nebraska – because Nebraska, you're not a good red zoning, uh, red zone running team. They're not good in the red zone, period. Uh, a running back, along with a good offensive line, could really help that. Uh, and I think there is a chance that – I hope it happens – Jacques Yant becomes the number one guy at some point. I, I just I like that guy. Well, and that's and that's part of it. You, you say, well, Nebraska doesn't have really a, necessarily a great running back or you know a stable of running backs. You never know who's on yeah. top. But we, what you do have is Gabe Irvin coming yeah. back from injury, at least yeah. slated to be. Ramir Johnson, uh, who at least is going to be one of your top two backs. You'd have to think next year and moving on. And Jacques Yant, who could be a future star. Um, so I mean. It's a it's a crowded young backfield with potential there. Seven Morrison among them as a freshman, but maybe that was also part of the reason. And and again, you never know why these these decisions are made. But um, you know, it uh, typically the captain and for his Husker career, he had two touchdowns to get Fordham, thirty carries total, never more than nine yards, but just under four yards a carry. Um, not not quite living up to the expectations probably people had at him um, out of Oklahoma, where he set a lot of records as a high school player. But yeah, you know. what's your guess? Um, you lose a running back, uh, and you had one to injury this year. Is that guarantee that does that guarantee that Nebraska will go to the transfer portal for a running back? I honestly, I'm not sure if they need to. It, it depends on how you think, how good you think Gabe Irvin was going to come along, and how much he's going to come back from that yeah. injury. And then Yant looks like. I mean, I just I really like Yant his yeah. upward potential. Um, so I don't know if you necessarily need to. It no, never would hurt to. Um, but they're going to have to go to the portal for a lot of things. I don't think running backs necessarily the position you have to do it for. What what's what are your top spots for the transfer portal? Probably a secondary player because you're yeah. losing a lot out of the secondary. Yeah. Yeah. The top spots obviously quarterback. Yeah. Um, to either to compete or to take Adrian's job. You know, you might have to see some tackles. Turner Corcoran is he long term? Is he a tackle, or do you move him inside? Um, obviously, you think that you have uh, maybe one there yeah. in Prohaska, but uh, so I mean, it's kind of interesting. I have to look at overlook the the depth, but I think there's a few spots that you're going to need them. How about a pass rusher? Uh, oh I yeah, would, that's always I, I one to look one. out for. Uh, Nebraska just hasn't had one that affects the game at a high level. I think for a while. I, I, not that their pass rush has always been terrible. They applied some pressure, I thought, against Ohio State and have done a good job as of late by committee, but it, it's it's a need for sure. And, and you could always just go with best player available, kind of like you do oh, yeah. uh, with the NFL draft or free agency. I think they've done a good job, though, addressing their offseason holes in the roster. It hasn't always turned out perfectly, but they've addressed him. Yeah. So I expect them to be able to do it again. Uh, T- Adrian Martinez spoke to the media today. I believe Scott Frost uh, did so as well, and we're busy cutting up a lot of the pieces to the puzzle here. But let's just start with Adrian. How did uh, that work impact your future as a, let's see, um, uh, how did the week, I'm sorry, I, I'm ways away, my, I don't have my bifocals on. Uh, <laughs> how did the week impact your future decisions? Yeah, um, well, it's it's just too early for me to really put that on perspective right now. Uh, I feel like Wisconsin is a handful enough for me to think about. So I'll factor those things in after the year. You know, there's not much else I could really say about it now. There you go. Adrian Martinez, uh, uh, Martinez saying uh, two weeks off. Did that help you prepare 
for the two games left in the season? Yeah, um, well, it's, it's just too early for me to really put that all in perspective right now. Uh, I feel like Wisconsin is a handful enough for me to think about, so I'll factor those things in after the year. You know, there's not much else I could really say about is that the same? Bit? That's the same thing. Yeah. Let's see. That's let's, the let's same try, answer. Here you go. A tremendous amount physically. Um, obviously, with the recent changes, it's helped us sort of regroup as players and get ready to attack these next two games. Uh, how do you attack these last two weeks of all all the uncertainty involved in that? Mm. Well, it's about pride. It's about pride for us as players. And these games mean a whole lot to us. I mean, shoot, it's Wisconsin. Um, it's a rivalry game. The same goes for the next week, Iowa. Those are big games for us, uh, regardless of where we're at in the year. Those games will always mean something. So we're just as inspired, if you will, uh, just as fired up to stick together to fight the odds and find a way to get some wins. It sounds like the normal Adrian, doesn't it? I mean, there's not much difference if you're analyzing tone uh, from the old Adrian Martinez. how does Wisconsin generate the pass rush uh, and negative plays that they do? Yeah. Um, well, they match personnel really well. So, you know, whether that's wearing 11 or wearing 12, uh, they bring sim pressures. So they'll drop some guys who look like outside linebackers, but they're playing on the line of scrimmage. They'll drop those guys and bring, you know, an inside linebacker. So they have unique ways of, of generating pressure and, like I said, they do it really well. You know, they don't make very many mistakes. Nope. Uh, number one overall total defense in the entire country. Wisconsin playing fantastic defense. Uh, Adrian Martinez here. Uh, the players, after the week, uh, after losing their coaches, after the coaches were fired, how have the players reacted? Yeah, well, guys obviously weren't uh, jumping up and down about it. I mean, like I had said, relationships are formed over the past four years. Um, and that's tough on players, on coaches, on everybody. Uh, so there's an adjustment period, but the same way we're going to respond and play against Wisconsin, play against Iowa, why we have so much pride is what makes this group of players special. That's why that Wednesday practice was good. That's why I have confidence in us going into this week. Um, we have faith in each other, and we're going to get it done. We know that Adrian was very close with Mario Verdusco, his new quarterback coach, is now Steve Cooper, at least uh, temporarily. Uh, what's his relationship with Steve Cooper? He's a guy who has the respect of the guys, of the guys in the quarterback room, but also on the offense. Um, and he's been here. Uh, we know him. So we have a lot of faith in him uh, and what he's coaching us to do, and he knows what he's doing. He's, he's done it before, and, um, yeah, he's attacking it, bringing energy to our room and stuff we need. Uh, Adrian, one more here. Why is Wisconsin always seem to be in the chase for the Big Ten West title? Yeah, um, they they truly embody Big Ten football in my mind. Uh, they're a physical team. They make few mistakes. Uh, and they find ways to win. You know, they're a gritty team. I mean, shoot, <laughs> they're they're solid all around. Um, and they do some interesting things on defense that I think a lot of people try and mimic. And they're really good at doing it. Really good at doing what they do. How much success do you think Nebraska can have against that Wisconsin defense? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, it's interesting. Again, Wisconsin only averaging, uh, giving up seven points per game, somewhere around seven points per game the last six games. Uh, I think Nebraska in their in their in their offense is one of the best in the Big Ten. Obviously, it hasn't translated to points. So if you're asking me about yards, I think they could put up some yards. How many points is going to be a different discussion? And it's really interesting. You know, you have all these coaching changes, but you're seeing across the sport at the head coaching changing positions like Texas Tech, uh, you know, TCU last week. Some of these, you know, you can still go out there and get a win and be coached well in the process and doing it. So hopefully Nebraska doesn't take a step down there. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I told you I thought Nebraska was going to win. They've lost seven in a row to Wisconsin. We all know about how, how hard it is to get that Freedom Trophy. We've never held it, I don't believe. Um, so, uh, But I, I do think that the offense will be able to do just enough to make it interesting, maybe get to that around 21, something like that. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, Scott Frost did speak to the media as well. We do have it now cut up. Scott Frost, does this current situation uh, that he's experiencing at Nebraska remind him of what happened at UCF at all? Maybe a little. Uh, that, that was a different circumstance. Um, this is a bunch of guys that uh, rallying together and um, want the players to do the same. we got to rally together and do the be- absolute best job we can in these last two games, try to give ourselves a chance to win. Um, and any free time I, I have, I can get a jump start on, on later. But right now our focus is on the here and now, and, and that's playing a really good team on Saturday. Okay, Scott Frost here talking about uh, everybody that was made full-time. Uh, have they been out on the road, I guess, recruiting? Yeah, we did. All the guys that were made full-time went out on the road. Okay. Uh, Scott Frost, how did the guys come back this week? Good. Um, approached, approached the day well. Uh, there was a lot of energy. Um, you know, this is a, a high-character team. If it wasn't, um, they wouldn't be have fought as hard as they fought all year long. So I don't expect anything different. Uh, we're going to be short a couple pieces, and we're short some coaches, but uh, the guys will rally together. Uh, another one here for you. How does the game planning change with a new staff? Well, Coach Becton's really good, um, and he's he's been a huge part of what we've been doing for six years, just like all the guys have. Um, Steve Cooper and and uh, Steven DeMeo, uh, both have been around the offense a lot and have a lot of really good ideas. They're both going to be fine coaches. Um, so they've been a huge part of it as well. Just rolling through some of the press conference bites from Scott Frost. How does uh, having a bye week help prepare for Wisconsin? Yeah, they're hot right now. Um, I can't compliment them enough. I haven't watched a ton of their offense yet, more of their defense, but Coach Leonard does an unbelievable job with them. Um, it's hard to find holes in what they do. Really hard to scheme them because um, they do a lot of things. So you just kind of kind of line up and win. And and they got a bunch of big, tough, physical guys at every position, and it's tough to win against them. So um, it's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a Big Ten game in November, and uh, we got to do the best job we can against a really good team. Anticipating an ugly game, Scott Frost. How does the offense get freed up? Now that Scott is really the only voice on offense. I don't know, Sam. We're going to try to get the guys in the best plays we can. Um, you know, one thing about the last two weeks, we're playing two really good defenses in the last week. We played a lot of really good defenses already. I think the offense um, has done some things really well, especially considering the uh, type of competition we've played. Uh, obviously, we got to score more points and just enough points to, to get over the hump in some of these games. Uh, these last two weeks will be really a challenge um, on both sides of the ball, but with the two defenses we're playing. Um, 
we're going to have to try to be sound and execute. Interesting answers here. Uh, Scott Frost, how has his individual job changed? Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, and that's, you know, I, making moves in the middle of the season certainly isn't something I want to do. I, I care about those four guys so much. Um, but I, th- I thought it was important that we um, kind of got a head start on, on looking for some of the people to, to fill those roles as we go forward. Um, so we got that going on right now. We're certainly recruiting right now, um, taking a look at Transfer Portal right now and trying to game plan for two really good teams. So th- there's a lot going on. Um, but you know, we, I got good people around me, and we're getting through it. And right now our, our focus is on Wisconsin. Um, any extra time I get is devoted to those other two things, but uh, we're doing everything we can to get the players ready for this one. Nebraska did not play Wisconsin last year due to uh, COVID problems in the Wisconsin program. 2019, Wisconsin won that game in Memorial Stadium, I believe, 37-21. Nebraska has put up some good numbers from time to time against Wisconsin. Yeah, some of it, some of it maybe, but both years they did a good job in uh, making adjustments to some of the things we did. Um, I've watched some tape and some other people running some of the things that we've run in those two years and, and trying to duplicate it, and uh, they're good coaches, and, and they've come up with answers for those things. So um, it's not like you can recreate a blueprint. The most anticipated hire that Scott Frost, Scott Frost will make uh, among the four coaches is offensive coordinator. Uh, the most important piece in the core is the coordinator. Yeah, I think, you know, we're, like I said, we're focused on Wisconsin, but um, at, at night when I'm working on this, I think the most important piece is the coordinator. And um, there's, there's certainly some ideas in other places, but that, that's the, the piece that's probably going to fall into place first. Uh, okay. Uh, Scott Frost here. They're going to need a lot of guys to step up uh, this week without without JoJo Doman. Yeah, probably multiple guys. Uh, depending on what personnel group the other team's into, it could change, and depending on what type of body we need in there. Uh, but there's there's several guys that are going to have to be ready to go. Uh, this is on the tempo. Thoughts about the current tempo of the offense? You know, both these two games, I don't know if tempo is the answer uh, completely. Um, I think opponents are averaging 58 snaps against Wisconsin. So... Um, we certainly don't want to go three and out fast and give the ball back to them and have them grind it on us. So uh, it's more important to be try to be in smart things and the right things. You hear Scott Frost say that more and more. The tempo is important. That it's something that you never would have heard in 2018 or 2019. It feels like uh, the tenor has definitely changed, and probably the new offensive coordinator will will react to that to some degree. Uh, what coaches? Uh, uh, Let's see, what coaches are where on Saturday with the new coaches uh, involved? Yeah, uh, Steve Cooper will be up. He's full-time, so he'll be up in the box and in, in my ear. And uh, Stephen DeMeo is off the field, so he's on a listen-only in, in the box. Um, everything else kind of stays the same. I think we'll have Coach Brown down and, uh, and Coach Verducci down. And uh, we got to try to piece it together, but uh, we got a good enough team to, to get ourselves in the, in the right place for Saturday. With no JoJo Doman, you've got Isaac Gifford playing that particular position. What has Scott Frost seen from him? Uh, he's a grown-up. Um, he's tough. He's done a good job coming in and learning, and he's a really good athlete. So uh, he's got bright days ahead of him in football, and um, some we're going to have to start now. Uh, what is it like being around us? Ron Brown and having him back. Yeah, didn't get to hear him at practice at all before. Now I get to hear the voice again. It kind of takes me back. 
I hope I have that much energy when I'm his age. Um, he's certainly um, aged well and taken care of himself and, and brings a lot of energy to everything he does. Yeah, that guy's in great shape. Uh, what sticks out about Wisconsin linebackers? This is the last one here. Yeah, they're tough. Um, they do a good job. They use their inside backers and outside backers in the pass rush. Um, they bring four from different places and five sometimes from different places. And um, and all of them run and hit. Everybody runs the ball and hits. And uh, corners and safeties and linebackers and D-line alike. So uh, you got to get a hat on everybody. And at the end of the day, you got to you just got to win on a lot of on on your share of plays. And uh, you got to be able to try to block them. Anything in particular stick out from all of that? Uh, well, I'm just kind of—I was kind of intrigued to see, you know, how they do bounce back with with the loss of JoJo Doman and, and kind of talking about Isaac Gifford there. Um, that's interesting, and you wonder how much he's going to play, though. I thought that was interesting. Is you know that this isn't these these offenses don't necessarily. They don't uh, placate to, to to be a JoJo Doman type of game. JoJo Doman is better in space, yeah. can go out and guard, yeah. and come in and, and hit. Um, whereas you know these these Iowa and and, and, and Wisconsin games are going to be more north and south type of games, less played in space. So um, you wonder if it's just going to be more of the kind of traditional linebackers than we, we see from Luke Gifford. Yeah, uh, I thought it, a lot of interesting stuff there from Scott Frost on potential new coaches and, uh, you know, playing uh, Wisconsin and what it will take to beat them. It's all pretty interesting to me. Let's get to break and come back with more. We've got uh, we've got our buddy Jimmy Watkins. We've had him on once before uh, from the Omaha World Herald. Now he's writing full-time about uh, Nebraska basketball. So we'll get there his takes on tomorrow night's game and talk a little Husker football with Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 A Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.